Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and ruins one restauranteer's life for every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can rate us on your favorite podcast app, five stars or better if possible. Uh, that's really the best thing you do for any podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And with that out of the way, let's start our talk about this episode, season only, episode four of Defenders Royal Dragon. Original drop date on Netflix was August 18th, 2017. And here's a quick summary of what happens in this episode. You know, assuming you haven't watched it recently and just completely forgot. It's an almost bottle episode for our heroes. Our heroes hide out at the Royal Dragon restaurant, and everyone gets caught up in each other's backstory and who the hand is. Uh, so that's nice. We all know what's going on. Then Stick shows up and tells them all to defend New York. Uh, Jessica leaves, but the others stay and listen to what Stick has to say. Eventually, Alexandra shows up to convince Danny to join her. It doesn't work, so the Black Sky walks in. Uh, but instead of everyone fighting her, Jessica throws a car through the window of the Royal Dragon restaurant. Other things that happen during this episode, Jessica does some PI work and realizes the hand really are bad, and the Black Sky begins to wonder about her past life as a lecturer. Spoiler alert. Uh, I mean, she's, it's it's really just a spoiler to her, I guess, right? Um, <laughs> and Matt, apparently. Well, well, no, because he recognized her um, in the last episode when, when they met, they fought. Eventually he realizes that was Electra. Well, yeah, he realizes now. Last episode, he had no, or at least he pretended like he didn't know who it was. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming? You got any, Al? Nope. Not a one. Huh? I have one. That's how little... Uh, Easter eggs they have in this episode. Um, the title of the episode is also the name of the restaurant they're in. That's it. That's the only fast fact I have. <laughs> um, you could also, if you if you really want to stretch it, um, you could say that this episode is a lot about Danny, the immortal Iron Fist, in the respect that we find out that Danny has had. Uh, an army, the chaste. Um, and he's kind of royal. Um, he's kind of a, a dragon because he got his powers from a dragon. So mm-hmm. royal dragon is uh, is Danny. I don't think you have to be royal to have an army, but I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. <laughs> like I said, it's a stretch, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess with that, we'll move on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. Mm-hmm. Which, as we were saying before recording, um, they very, except for Jessica, they don't really split up. So we'll just talk about all of them. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you can kind of go one on one, um, or one at a time. Do you have any preference where you want to start, Tony? Nope. Okay. Um. Uh, Matt, Daredevil. Okay. 
Well, one thing I want to say first that has to do with mm-hmm. all the defenders. Okay. Um, they're just ruining this restaurant owner's night because they were closing up. And all the cooks back there, that one waiter guy, they were all done for the night. And now they have like an extra however long shift that these four a-holes are going to be in the restaurant. Yeah, I was really wondering why they just went in there. I guess we don't know how far Colleen's dojo is. Um, or maybe it's like a block away and they just, they don't want to ruin it. So they went here to this restaurant. Uh, <laughs> Were they running down, like trying to pick a restaurant and they finally they all decided, you know what, I can go for Chinese. <laughs> they passed maybe pizza was... place, they passed a taco on place, they talked a uh, hot wing joined, like Chinese. All right, we can all go for Chinese. Was Danny the only one that was hungry too? Because he was excited when they ordered food. Um, <laughs> Luke was like, "No, how could you eat right now?" I couldn't tell about Matt because he 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 was talking about the dishes as they were coming out because he was smelling them. But I don't know if he was hungry. I mean, probably wasn't hungry until he smelled the dishes. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, but Danny, yeah. uh, not Danny. Matt was probably filled filled with guilt. So how could you eat when you're well guilty? Just being Catholic, I assume he was filled with guilt, as always. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. As, as he says every other episode. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're right. I kept thinking of that, too. Like, why, why are they... There's got to be some other reason that they decided to just go to this restaurant, but they never say why. Maybe nope. we'll find out next week. Yeah. Maybe. Because presumably we'll still be in this restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's uh, start with Matt. Hmm. He refuses yes. to take off the mask to protect the identity of his friends, even though Jessica already knows his identity. Yeah, Jessica knows the identity, and he's not sure if he can trust her. Well, I assume that Matt is not sure he can trust her to not go around telling people. Um, also, d- like, how much is he protecting them? Is it just the, the fact that they were associated with him? Um, I guess it's... I guess we did find that out in his in season two of daredevil if people find out he's daredevil then all of the cases that him and foggy worked on together probably go into question so that does mm-hmm. like professionally it messes with foggy um i guess people probably won't like or trust karen too much um like even if both of those characters say they didn't know he was daredevil yeah then uh yeah question say but that's but also, that's it like, you're dealing with people like the kingpin the kingpin's going to take out the people you love. And That's he's still true. alive. <laughs> that is true. He's in jail, but he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. All right. I guess, I guess that works. I was imagining just the hand and the hand. I mean, yes, they will kill the people you care about, but Matt doesn't have a lot. You've got this two I listed and father Lantum. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Are you right. saying that Matt shouldn't care about saving them because there's only two or three of them? <laughs> I, uh, I didn't mean to say that, but I, I think I was. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, uh, if you only have two loved ones, they're not worth saving. That's what Al's saying right now. Get more loved ones. I mean... It's true. Stop uh, worrying about just your career. Come on. As a crime fighter. And and as a lawyer. I mean, he's doing... He's kind of doing both. Like, eh, recently he's been that's lawyer, true. Yeah. And we assume he hasn't had much of a life outside of it. Like, yeah, he's he's just working nonstop. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, but since Jessica already figured out he's the devil of Hell's Kitchen, uh, since he's the devil of Hell's Kitchen is the only guy who can go run on roofs, uh, <laughs> he takes off his mask and reveals identity to uh, these two people he knows nothing about. Exactly. I mean, you know, eventually Luke was going to figure it out, so you might as well just tell everyone in the, in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. No way Danny <laughs> would figure it out. <laughs> yep. Um, also, um, it, it's not like they know who he is by, like, seeing him as a person, right? Like, he, he can say, hey, I'm... Uh, I, I always forget if he tells people... He introduces himself as Matt or Matthew, but, like, Matthew. hey, I'm... Okay. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm a lawyer. You don't um, even have to tell him I'm a lawyer. Why would you offer up that information? <laughs> well, I mean, if you're taking the mask off. <laughs> I, yeah, I got I got nothing. <laughs> it's, it's like, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I'll say it again. My favorite mm-hmm. scene in any Justice League anything is when Lex Luthor gets into the Flash's body, like through some mind-swapping thing. It take, it's like, I can finally find the secret identity of the mask, of the Flash. It takes off the mask. It's like, I have no idea who the hell this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, it's similar to um, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man ones, uh, you know, in Spider-Man 2, when uh, he stops that train from going off the cliff or whatever it was going to go off of. Uh, and then he passes out, and it, but his mask has already been taken off and everyone sees him like, oh, he's just a kid. No one knows who he is. They're they're not like, oh, this is Peter Parker. Uh, now, granted, nowadays everyone would take his picture, but yeah, um, at the time, it's <laughs> true. Yeah. So yeah, Matt's just too cautious. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's fair. As we learned, not cautious enough because he doesn't know how to uh, properly disco- dispose of a camera. <laughs> exactly. Which I guess is still at um, at the 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 building. Oh the god, building. damn it! At Midland Circle. Yeah, Midland Circle. So they can easily just get the SD card and then see, hey, there's Matt Murdock. I mean, in this very specific instance, it doesn't matter because, I I mean, we know the hand knows who he is. Um, That's true. But just bad in general. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, he, uh, overall, Matt is very... Very much wanting to ignore the fact that they just fought the hand because he's just tired of dealing with them. I mean, still angry because Elektra died because of them. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how we last saw him in, at the end of season two of Daredevil. Um, and I guess he's slowly coming to, to terms with the fact that Elektra's back, potentially. I guess he's not 100% sure, but yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not till Stick shows up and tells him, hey, that was Elektra or the body of Elektra. Mm-hmm. And the mind of Storm? I don't know. <laughs> I just think Black Skies, Storms, so probably. Mm-hmm. Electra, electricity, yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> the body of Electra and the mind of Pikachu? Yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, I, I haven't watched the Pokemon cartoon in a long time, but eventually, I'm sure we've had at least one episode of ash ketchum's pikachu lifting up a sword and fighting someone oh yeah i'm sure of it (laughs) yep (laughs) okay so uh i guess uh we skip over to where a stick shows up (laughs) or do we want (laughs) to just jump around 
Uh, yeah, let's let's jump around. I mean, we, right. we know Stick shows up and he he gives some information, but yeah, let's like honestly, it's he's he's just going to be showing up in, in probably everyone's uh description. So, yeah. yeah. Um. So Danny. Uh, decides that uh, just everyone he just assumes everyone knows who the Immortal Iron Fist is. Uh, <laughs> he announces he's the Immortal Iron Fist. You know, protector of Kunlun, sworn enemy of the hand. Um, and uh, Luke is like, what? <laughs> and he's like, come on, everyone knows me. I probably have an action figure somewhere. <laughs> How, how does Danny assume this? Like, I know he grew up in a world where everyone around him knew about the Iron Fist, yeah. but he didn't know about that until he went there. Not only that, he had, like... We had a whole season of him saying over and over again he's the Immortal Iron Fist, and everyone asking, like, what? Yeah, exactly. He should be used to that by now. Yeah. This, oh, okay, I have a theory. I have a theory. This is a running joke for him, but he's really bad at telling jokes. And so he doesn't know how to turn this into, like, an like a, a funny a kind of joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's a bit, basically, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, he's just he's I mean, Danny's just bad at everything. <laughs> Except for teaming up. Cuz he is the super down to team up, team up. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who was so sure he could go it alone last season and try to like abandon Colleen, he really wants super friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I it, he learned. Like uh, I you got to give him points for learning. Do I have to? Uh, no. I mean, you should okay. you give him something—a gold star, some kind of sticker. All right, I'll give him a gold star. All right, that's fair. but I'll put it sideways <laughs> so the point isn't going straight up. Okay, that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, other things, Danny, uh, about Danny in this episode, he finds out he had uh, an army. He used to have yeah. an army that no one ever told him about. Well, like, we barely heard about. I think this is one of the biggest cop-outs of the show. <laughs> yeah, they needed to explain uh, what Stick has been doing this entire time? Or what do you well, mean? Well, we see... Uh, stone? I want to call him Stone, because Stick and Stone. Oh, um... But yeah, I think I know who you're talking Daredevil. about. Season 2? I thought it was season 1. Was it season 1? Maybe season one. End of oh, yeah. a season <laughs> in Daredevil. Uh-huh. Um, and then they're just all dead. <laughs> I feel like if you go have a big army, have a big army show up. It doesn't take away from our four heroes. We know that from like two out of four of the Avenger movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they could be somewhere else. They could be off searching for Kunlun. Um, we could have a big action battle with the hand versus the chaste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been cool to watch. Instead, we see four or five guys dead in a room back in episode two. Yeah, episode two of the season. Yep. Yeah. That was his whole army. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Also, uh, Matt calls and... Um, uh, Stick calls Danny out for being childish. 
Oh yeah, I have a note here for uh, for Stick. Um, uh, quote, or when he's talking about Danny, quote, still a thundering dumbass. Yep, he left his phone on. <laughs> yes. Uh, again, Danny was gone for a long time. I get that. There's a lot of technology that you don't know, but someone should tell him some of these things. Like, yeah. He also called Colleen. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I'm assuming, this is my assumption, uh, Colleen probably knew enough not to tell Stick what happened. Well, Stick has super hearing, first of all. But mm-hmm. my thought was that Colleen still has a home phone and just let it go to the voicemail, so it's just, like, projected out into the room. And Stick <laughs> ran, out of, ran out of the room. <laughs> Got it, bye! Mm-hmm. Waved his stump and left. <laughs> well, because also, Danny, yeah, it, that it has to have been because of the phone call. I, I kept thinking the GPS on his phone, but how would Stick find him with the GPS? Like, what, I Stick know. doesn't have any support. It's just him now. Well, um, we saw in the, the not season, episode three, that he showed up at, he was at Colleen's dojo, right? Yeah, so he knew and Danny the, called the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... He either Colleen told him where Stick is, or Stick could hear it through the phone receiver. No, that that's what I meant. That it makes sense what you were saying. Okay. I was assuming that it was a GPS, but now I'm realizing Stick would have no way to figure that out because of the GPS on his phone. Well, okay. So he he has to have done what what you said of just overheard or talking. Or mm-hmm. you know, you go blind. They say your other senses uh, get stronger to compensate, right? Uh huh. Which includes the. F- feeling a touch if you lose a hand you lose part of your touch so that means your sense of uh phone tapping or (laughs) geolocation is better if you're both Uh, blind and missing a hand uh the body's ninth sense Uh (laughs) yep exactly makes sense all right (laughs) it does make sense um yeah, but Danny just this is gonna be a good experience for Danny. He needs to hang out with more adults. <laughs> he does. Yeah, not just not just Colleen. Like yeah. Colleen's good. He's learning a lot from her, as as we've seen just like in this season alone. But yeah. he needs more people of different backgrounds, not other people who show up and and punch or use swords. Yeah. Which to also, be fair is not this this group, but yeah. Yeah. Colleen and Claire are kind of baby Danny. <laughs> I mean, Claire called him out a few times for being an idiot. But really, they're like, oh, he doesn't understand. Colleen's there petting his head. He's, he's okay, buddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Uh, I mean, him and Colleen are together, so there's there's less uh, calling out, or less uh, less tough love mm-hmm. in that relationship, I assume. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. One thing I do really enjoy about this is they keep with their characterizations of like um you know Danny is a thundering dumbass but mm-hmm. also obviously the one non-team player is the only one to walk out <laughs> <laughs> Jessica mm-hmm. is not having any of this <laughs> yeah exactly especially once uh Stick shows up and says hey you all need to do this thing and risk your lives. And she says, nah, I'm out. He, he literally tells her to sit down and shut up. And I knew it was like, 
Oh no. I thought Stick was going to die right then. But <laughs> she just storms out. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Like, oh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. So yeah, so she goes home and starts uh deleting photos of records. Uh, before luckily noticing that uh the signatures, the modern ones match signatures from 200 years ago. Which means that they handwriting must be genetic. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if it's the same signature, I mean the the only the only possible explanation is what you said. It's uh, it's yep. passed down. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So she gets drunk and goes to John Raymond's house and at like three a.m. or whatever time it is mm-hmm. to. <laughs> Tell this woman something she can easily have called her and told her over the phone. Yeah, but she probably wouldn't answer the phone, so you had to go there. Um, and well, on her way back, uh, Jessica was going to stop at the liquor store. She, oh, she that's was true. running low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I believe that more than anything else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's a good thing she went out because then she saw or found out about the uh, the the hand person. Mm-hmm. Um, staking out and and watching. Um, uh, when there's one hand person, you call him a handyman. Okay, got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, one handyman. Yep. And she very subtly and tactfully tells him off by breaking the window and pulling him out of the window and threatening him to leave them alone. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. And I can only assume stealing the car and then later throwing it through that window. I don't remember if it was the same car or not. I would. Yeah, hope. I was going to ask about that. <laughs> Did she throw that car? I assume that she did because she wasn't in it. She, yeah. She's not going to like start driving and then jump out of the way. That's not really her style. So she put it in neutral and just pushed. Okay. Because I feel like that's, I mean, if it's in neutral, yeah. I, like, I was thinking like, you know, baseball pitch or at least two hands over the head throwing of a car. Like That's stronger <laughs> than we've seen Jessica do. Yeah, but at the same time, I also don't know why she did it. What her plan was. I mean, she she did She's hit Electra drunk. or no, I don't remember. Oh. Yes, okay, I forgot that part. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Never but mind. Good. Did she Okay. She uh-huh. knew that the hand were attacking that place, right? Because she heard it over the radio. Yes. She just threw a car in there. She the windows were closed. Because that's her point of hiding out. Um, she could have hit any one of them. Yeah, she's not Matt. She can't just like know where everyone is. <laughs> yeah, the, the blinds were closed. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if she hits anyone other than Luke, um, they're in trouble. <laughs> Which, to be fair, Luke's the only one there that she has any semblance of care about. Um. Yeah, but she but, knows now that she like if she's going to be up against the hand because she knows she's like this is her decision that she's making uh-huh, right now. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Having ninja guy and glowy fist kid, um, those are people you want on your side. I mean, maybe not glowy fist kid, but at least ninja guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she did see that glowy fist kid could hold his own in a fight, punch so someone at, through a wall. Yeah, he's at least somewhat useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She she messed up there, but you're right. She was she's pretty drunk, so <laughs> um, 
Which also means that when she took the car, she probably didn't drive. So did she... Oh, okay, here, new theory. All right. Mm-hmm. She um, she put the car in neutral and yeah. pushed it and then jumped on top of it. And, and then every so it. often she would like... Huh? Yeah, yeah, basically served it. I was thinking sitting, but yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> uh, and then every so often she would have to turn. So she'd like jump off real quick and grab it and stop it. Turn the car and then do the same thing. Push it off. You know, like when you go grocery shopping, you go, wee, something to that effect, right? Uh, and then uh, she didn't stop it in time that last moment, and that's why it went through the window. <laughs> so you're thinking, like, she's like, she's like, oh, no. <laughs> but then she just <laughs> rolled with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Yeah. If you don't apologize, then obviously it was on purpose. And that I was mean, Jesse doesn't out. really apologize for anything, though. Yeah, everything she does is on purpose. Okay. <laughs> I believe that. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much all I have for our heroes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we pretty much skipped over Luke, but he didn't have oh. much. I mean, he just kind of... Do I have notes for Luke? I have no notes for Luke. <laughs> uh, neither do I, but I mean, like, he was... He really took a backseat in this episode of, like, yeah. he was trying to be, a, like, a... a um, like moderator kind of, or not really moderate. What's the, like he was trying to be a level-headed person, which yeah. I'll give him that. I mean, he was also new to all this stuff and, uh, but yeah, he, he was. Yeah. yeah I mean, he <laughs> met Danny earlier in the day. He knows, even though he's privileged, his heart's in the right place and he knows Jessica. So he got to kind of try to bridge that a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Matt is just cool, I guess. I don't know. I, I think he's just confused by Matt. It's <laughs> like, more than anything. Matt is obviously the best defender. So <laughs> because mm-hmm. his uh his show got more views than the other ones. Exactly. I mean it, it kicked off the uh the this the series. So yeah. Defenderverse. Uh, still the MCU. Yep. It's not a, it's not its own separate verse. <laughs> uh yeah. Alright, uh cool. So I guess we're done with our heroes. Take mm-hmm. a quick break. Yeah. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. All right. Uh, so, all right, everyone. Uh, Tony and I, we're, we're pretty open about our lives on this show. Uh, but one thing we don't think we've actually brought up before is our very close personal friendship with the fine people at the Royal Dragon restaurant, not the restaurant in this episode, the Canadian chain. Tony, can you read the statement they paid us to read for them? I cannot. I do not speak Mandarin. Oh, whoops. I know sorry. You, uh, so go ahead. <laughs> all right. Sorry. I don't, I don't think I sent that to you. Uh, let me, let me read it. Uh, <clears throat> quote, the Royal Dragon restaurant chain kindly asks everyone to stop trying to use our restaurants as a hideout from criminal organizations. End quote. And personally, I want to add to that. There are better places to do that. Places that don't put the waitstaff in mortal danger. Places with reinforced walls so cars can't be thrown through them. Places that already have a business model in place to cater to your hideout needs, like snacks and mini fridges. I can't think of a name for one of these places right now, but I'm sure they'll eventually advertise with us. And the next time you're at the Royal Tra- uh, and the next time you're at the Royal Dragon restaurant chain, use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free appetizer with your order of three or more appetizers. Hey, I just had a thought. Okay. Um, do you think 
like a lot of businesses, you know, you're in a business and you know other people who are in that same line of work. Yep. Do you think the Chinese food owners of New York like all know each other? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, because I was wondering. I don't think they if, all know. I mean, I'm wondering if the proprietors of uh the Royal Dragon mm-hmm. and uh that one front for um the Hand Corporation or the Hand Group, um in Iron Fist and Genghis Khanis that got de- destroyed after serving Luke Cage all know each other and know not to serve any of these people ever again. <laughs> They're banned unilaterally from all Chinese restaurants in New York City. I mean, after this, <laughs> I'm sure they are banned. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I I mean, I doubt it. I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, we don't really know where they are, right? Because Luke was in Harlem. Um, yeah. I assume that these, I mean, these, these other two, the, um, that you mentioned are in Hell's Kitchen, right? The, I, I think the Royal Dragon is in Hell's Kitchen, right? I believe so. Okay. And I oh, no, don't it's, remember. It's oh. near Midland Circle, which is in Midtown because we looked it up before. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay. Well then never mind. Um, I mean, maybe they know each other somehow more of like a community thing. Yeah. Uh, that's. It I uh, yeah that's all I've got I don't know maybe but yeah I guess you're right if if you like if one because one group they're gonna have a story they're gonna be like, oh yeah and then and that guy is never allowed to come back mm-hmm. here um and then so now this person the 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 people who who own the Royal Dragon restaurant uh, now they have the story to top it all <laughs> like all right well I've got something for you so we had four people show up then later a blind guy missing a hand showed up. Uh, <laughs> And then, while no one was looking, a white lady just kind of snuck in behind all of them, <laughs> and they started talking, and then a car was thrown through the window. We win. We have the best story. None of them are allowed back. Nope. Um, uh, except got... the rich guy. He can come back. <laughs> We've got to uh, kind of keep an eye out for any more shenanigans at Chinese restaurants in the rest of these uh, Netflix shows. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. It... it... Tony, it's all one big MCU, I'm sure. Um, or Spider-Man. Because, okay. really, I'm just counting New York. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, never mind then. Um, Doctor Strange. Let's see what happens in Doctor Strange 2. That's true. I mean, no, he has a portal to Hong Kong. Why would he eat Chinese food in New York? Um, He likes one specific place because they make... Okay. They, they, they also make french fries, and he just... You know, he yeah. wants well, that too. Yeah. Also, American Chinese food is very different than Chinese Chinese food. Well, yeah, that too, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I bet Wong will judge American Chinese food. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, if, if you have if you have a lot of something, you know, growing up or whatever, and then all of a sudden you have that. I mean, hell, Tony, you, I remember a story that you had when you went to not London, maybe no, somewhere London. in England. Oh, it was London? Okay. Yeah, when you went to London and you had the nachos? American my my wife ordered so. nachos in London. Mm-hmm. And um, a Mexican person in California. Mm-hmm. I have I enjoy good Mexican food. Um, they don't know how to do Mexican food in there because it's <laughs> they had uh, baked on cheese on a layer of chips and then barbecue pulled pork and then sour cream and 
not very good guacamole because I think they've never seen a fresh avocado. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I assume they don't grow there, so I don't think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. How was the Indian food though? I've heard they have a lot great. of Indian food in London. Yeah, oh, no, okay. they they stole it well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> again, again uh, though, though I've never been to India, so I can't compare it to like real Indian food. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. All right. <laughs> Their English food was just all right. Anyway. I mean, that's English food in general. <laughs> uh, I like their their fish and chips were great. Their meat pies were great. But having them over and over again, not so great. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, moving on to our villains. Because that was not about Marvel at all. <laughs> I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. Uh, who you want to start with? I have the hand in general. Alexandra and Electra. Uh, let's talk about the hand in general. I feel like that's probably a better way. I don't have anything for them in general. So what are your what what do you want to talk about for them? Um, first, uh, Stick says that they caused uh, Pompeii and Chernobyl, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we see in Loki at Pompeii as it's exploding, uh-huh. not far from them is there like, um. I don't know, Alexandra and Bakudo standing off, like, out of frame with one of those Wiley Coyote, like, plunger um, bomb things to make the volcano explode? <laughs> or what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was just out of frame. Like, I'm, yep. I'm sure if the Defenders gets, like, a second season um, and then they go into the history of the hand, we'll get, like, mm-hmm. a flashback. And we'll see, you know, Alexandra and Bakudo or you know, maybe other the hand members, leaders, uh, Madam Gao, they'll, they'll be right there, and just in the distance, we'll see uh, Loki walking by, <laughs> or we can hear him in the background, you know, yelling, "The end is near." <laughs> they they they're doing some ceremony, uh, and they need you know quiet, and then we just hear this yelling in the background mm-hmm. of Loki, and also in English for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're probably going to speak English through the whole thing. Yeah, that is one of the big things about the MCU, right? They just they they don't really care about different languages yeah. unless it's it, it unless they want to add to the slight realism or or I guess by different languages I mean alien languages. They they usually do things in different uh, Earth languages. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that said, you don't hear Johann Smith ever speak German. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Just just has the accent. Yep. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I have for the hand is we know uh, a little bit from the hand. Uh, they were five rejects from Kunlun. Um, which you know Kunlun a lot more diverse than I thought it was, which was great. Yeah, I mean, considering that they just take people in, I guess maybe that's what happened, right? Because that's how Danny ended up there, right? They just yeah. they took him in. They weren't going to let him die, so. 
I mean, that's true. I Maybe I'm making bad assumptions, because, like, Davos is actually Indian as well. And mm-hmm. the monks are Tibetan, from what we can tell. Mm-hmm. Or Kunlunians. Kunlunis? What do you call someone that's from Kunlun? I... Kunlunites? Kunlunites. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. It does not roll off the tongue well at all, but uh, it sounds good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually partial to Kuhn Loonies. But... <laughs> so, uh, these Kuhn Loonies, you know, are the five fingers of the hands. These five immortal mm-hmm. people from thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexandra, we know. Gao, we know. Bakudo, dead. Probably <laughs> not really. But... Um, but we also have uh, Sawande, who is a guy in white that we've been hearing about and seeing, um, mm-hmm. who has a special power of slowing your pulse till your heart fails, which is interesting. Is it like the five finger death punch from Kill Bill? <laughs> it's got to be something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Murakami, uh, the most secretive. He was Nobu's boss. He also was cutting up a bear. <laughs> Which was not cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so many things wrong with that. I mean, as someone who wants to live forever, he's hunting an endangered species. Um, come on, man. You gotta, you gotta think through this. You're just yeah. getting rid of your sport, your your <laughs> game. Ugh. Well, I mean, I a lot of Eastern medicines believe that like certain parts of animals are good for your health. So maybe he's just like, yeah. I could live forever, but why waste it when I can add a couple years off with this bear spleen? <laughs> um, the only and the last thing is kind of with Electra, but a lot with the hand. Uh, Matt says he couldn't hear Electra's heartbeat, which mm-hmm. means that every ninja he had fought in the end of season two were dead and resurrected. Oh, yeah, because... Because they had no heartbeats. Well, that's right, because he was... Well, what was he focusing on? The breathing? Was that what... He was focusing on the breathing. Well, he can, like, he can hear people's hearts, but like he couldn't hear the heartbeat. And then they, like... That was the big thing. It's like, they could sneak up on him. So even if you're holding your breath, he'd still hear your heart. Hmm. Okay. Like, we were, we were questioning why they would even learn that because they're not used to other than stick and that no one has mm-hmm. that power it's not a learned mm-hmm. power it's because they are all sucky ninjas who had already died <laughs> yeah that makes sense they uh okay all right that, that works they, they brought them back um there even in death you still have to serve the hand so that's a that deal kind of sucks yeah. Um, does that did uh Harold Meacham ever like go to the doctor after he was resurrected? <laughs> uh I guess not. Okay. Right? Cuz he yeah, he has to have Yeah, no. I mean cuz he was hidden. So maybe maybe the hand maybe if he had some trouble he would have to contact someone at the hand and they would send their doctor. Yeah, there you go, bear spleen. Yeah, (laughs) that's interesting. 
Mm-hmm. And then none of the hands probably have heartbeats either. I feel like that's something that would come up, but then again, I don't like notice if someone's heart's beating. I just assume it is, so. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I would have the same uh, assumption. Yep. So. All right. Um. So, yeah, Alexandra uh, tries to convince Danny to join her. Uh, she says uh, she will assemble all her resources to do something called the culling, which will kill most of the people in New York City. Um, is that what she called it? I thought Stick called it a culling, but I don't um, know if she used a word. That that might make more sense because I looked MCU culling and <laughs> nope. Uh, like we get Cull Obsidian okay. <laughs> is the only thing that pops up. Who's one of Thanos's <laughs> okay. followers? Gotcha. Yeah, because it. it um, yeah, I, I don't remember what she called it, but he. I, I vaguely remember him having the the quote, uh, it was a goddamn calling. Okay. Which I had to look up what that word meant, um, just to, to be sure. I mean, yeah, okay. That's just killing it's a ton like, of people. All yeah, right. Cutting yeah. down people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's it was targeted, like the, the description got a, a bit more specific. But yeah, mm-hmm. he was saying that basically the hand just killed a bunch of people. You know, yeah. like at Pompeii. Uh, but it's okay because Loki and uh, Mobius got away. Yeah, and they warned them. They had a chance to leave. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the only thing I had for Electra was that the uh, Sawande questioned uh, if she was good enough, and she proceeds to kill her bodyguards in, like, five seconds flat. <laughs> yeah. And she's questioning who she was beforehand. I mean... She doesn't accept that she's a red jumpsuit, so. Yeah, c- continues debating if she's a, uh, she's, uh, Electra, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, do you have anything else for villains? No, there there really wasn't <laughs> wasn't too much. Mm-hmm. So, All yep. right. moving on to the guys in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Which, I mean, theoretically could be all of them because they all sat in chairs through most of this episode. Yeah, exactly. This is where I put all of my notes for Danny. (laughs) Because he's in the chair (laughs) eating the whole time. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh... Uh, no, I, I actually don't have anything for anyone. Um, I had a couple things about Stick, but we, we pretty much brought them all up. So yep. I don't know if you have anything. No, that was the same thing. It's like, Stick arrives to tell him the chase is all dead. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right, uh, 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted... The heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Yeah, um, I don't have anything. How about you? I just like <laughs> to acknowledge that this is just exposition of the episode. 
uh, <laughs> fills you in on what happened in the previous what five seasons. Two Daredevils, Jessica, Luke, and Iron Fist. Uh, five seasons, and then what the deal with the hand is, and Black Sky, and yeah, it's just exposition, the episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, all the characters introducing themselves to each other also, right? They're getting their mm-hmm. own backstories. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's what you get in a semi-bottle episode. Um, backstory, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't mind it too much because I do like seeing the characters bounce off of each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. I would like another one of these. But... Oh, exactly. Right. Like, you know, whenever you have whatever you're bringing together characters like this, no matter what it is, there's always that them coming together type of thing. Right? I mean, even in the Avengers, you know, when they, they all first came together, mm. there there was some of that learning about each other and. Then there was even some arguing and all that stuff. Like it's that's just how it's just how these all go. Like I kind of wish that there was a better way to do it, but I don't know if we'll ever see that. I'm trying to think. I don't think they're well. We haven't seen it yet. Tell you that. <laughs> all right. I mean, the only thing I could think of is where it's uh, where they like. <sighs> it has to be a way where they already kind of know each other. They know of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe a way where they're they're not forced to. I don't know. I mean, uh, the Suicide Squad movie, the one that's coming out, uh, not the the first one. Uh, that one might be. <laughs> that one might do something like that. They're just kind of told to work with each other. But even there, they'll they'll have some uh, infighting in the teams. Yeah, and I just so uh, would you prefer it if like suddenly they're all just best friends? <laughs> no, just like uh, like so. You remember in uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Uh-huh. When uh, the Guardians pick up Thor, and then Thor all of a sudden he's like, "Okay, yeah, we can work together. Cool, we we got to go do this thing," mm-hmm. and and that's it. Like they even mention, "Hey, that's Gamora. She is a daughter of Thanos." And Thor's like, "Yeah, our families can be yeah, tough. family sucks." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, it, basically, no, I, like that. Like they they all know the the yeah. situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is why this needs a second season. Like they when they all know each other and then can kind of work together. That's why that one scene, the party scene in Age of Ultron, is I think my favorite scene of all the uh, Avengers movies. Is because mm-hmm. just them hanging out, but they like each other. But you still get to see their personalities come out. I really enjoy. That. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Like they they're all friends from work, and mm-hmm. they're in this this kind of hangout thing. And before just before that, we see them also working together and it's another thing that we don't see much of in this right because like the avengers have had time to learn uh how to work well with each other right there they are a team and here yeah. in the defenders in season one they're just four people um if they were a, an actual team who have kind of worked together uh with season two that would have been uh, that would have been way better mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think like I don't know. It's, it's going to be weird. Uh, we don't have any big teams anymore right now. I mean, we'll mm-hmm. re-coalesce. So, yeah. So, are uh, you ready to rate this episode? Yeah, that sounds good. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. 
strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Uh, Tony, how many cars through windows are we? Are you uh, giving this episode? I'm going to give this episode three cars through windows. Um, I remember this being my favorite episode. Oh, um, and it was kind of lackluster. I do like we just talked about the characters interacting and stuff, and that was the mm-hmm. only good part. Especially everyone shitting on Danny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was maybe because I kind of built it up in my mind. I liked it less this time. What do you think? <laughs> uh, I'm giving it a little higher, three and a half. Um, so like three cars and a motorcycle. Okay. Uh, um, it's. I mean, it, it. You know, like like you said, it was better than previous. The the characters were actually together, and I think now that we're seeing them together and interacting together, it was good. We got even more storyline, and they pretty much at this point have given us like 80 percent of the storyline uh we don't still don't know exactly what the hand is doing but Mm -hmm. it can't be good so whatever they're doing (laughs) it has to be stopped um their plan is to give everybody a high five that's why they're called the hand Mm -hmm. yeah and uh that's why stick cut his off (laughs) exactly no high five for me (laughs) yep and he's not going to tell anybody that he he still has his other hand yeah, he he always fights with one hand tied behind his back. His own. No, hand. it's because he has a sword in the other hand and it's occupied, so you can't give the high five. You would just get the only person who give him high five is Danny after he punches through his sword. <laughs> All right, I like that better. All right. Um. Well, join us next time as we cover Defenders season one, episode five. Take shelter, and remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that five star rating. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Defender Season 1, Episode 4, Royal Dragon, signing off. Have a marvelous day. The dinosaur night, I'm running to the line. They want to take me down, down to Chinatown. They're shouting in the street, they're battering the feet. And freaks everywhere, double chaos, Chinese restaurant.